Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupkin, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fun and Games podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and we have our favorite guest, world-renowned father, husband, aspiring CRNA, Darian Lupton. Hey, what do you call a cow with no legs? Utterly disappointing. Ground beef. <laughs> I thought my answer was not bad. All right. Utterly disappointing. Oh, I'm dumb. Okay, that was fun. Good joke. Darian always likes to have jokes, so as he's like wheeling patients back, right? You can tell them jokes or something if they're nervous. Yeah, if they're bad enough, it just makes them want to go to sleep faster. <laughs> That's good. It works though. If there's awkward silence, I tell them a joke and they're like, oh man, that was bad. But like, <laughs> They always laugh and it always lightens the mood. Yeah, that's nice. It's always good to have some uh, jokes in your vault of knowledge. Gotta, I have no good jokes. Got to so. prep for Vinny's friends when he gets older. Oh my goodness. Absolutely not. Okay. Okay, you, you guys. <laughs> well, how's everybody doing? This has been quite the eventful last week for me. Do we want to start with our favorite segment? Did we talk about Chicago or has that happened since the last podcast? I have no idea. I think we were leaving for Chicago. Yeah, let's talk about Chicago. Let's do I'll have that be your fun. And then I'll talk about a game. I feel like we were. Oh, you know what? You did one without me while I was. No, the last one that went up was he's a 10, but and that must have been recorded before Chicago. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. All right. Give them so the tea went, about Chicago. I went to an anesthesia conference in Chicago and Britt and Vinny went there to meet me saturday and sunday and i was there for like four or five days and it was chicago's like in our top two favorite cities now so cool so shout out to those living in chicago your city is so dope yeah we loved it like it we were in like such the, good energy we right by the, the river walk right? right by the river walk they call it the loop but very walkable super fun so yeah. We were like right by Millennial Park, so we were able to see like where that cool concert center is, the Bean, walk all up and down the river walk. And they were like shooting a movie, so we got to see like Heist 88 in action, and it was kind of fun. Yeah. And Vinny was like, Vinny said, touch the Bean again, like <laughs> 20 times, because <laughs> he did loved like, the big silver Bean. <laughs> he did love the Bean. I can't believe I didn't even do like a photo dump from Chicago. I don't think anybody, I didn't post about it really, so... I'll do that. We'll do some BTS of Chicago. It was so fun. 
It was a little bit crazy. It's like a four or five hour drive me and Vinny made. But he did so good. He's such a good traveler. So it was fun seeing you and seeing you in your element. And it's cool. Like being able to support each other. I I love. I feel like I say this a lot, but I love that we can have our own things, support each other with it. But like come together and that like makes us stronger. Yeah. But like we share that with each other. I love it. I'm glad we don't do social media. Uh, I'm glad we both don't do social media. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think I'd be able to. I wouldn't be good at it, first of all. But... I mean, I think you'd be good at anything, but yeah, leave it to me. Leave it. Let's, let's just have one person in it. That was actually one of the questions. We're doing a and a today and they were like, Darian, would you ever like do social media? I guess no there's way. your answer. Yeah. Brittany handles the comments so well. I like if someone said something mean, I would let it get to me. And then I would, I couldn't not reply. You know, I just would not yeah. be a good like influencer. I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. Well, you're amazing at what you do and your brain space and energy needs to be helping people physically in the hospital. So did you have something you wanted to say? I was going to move on. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So my gain, Darian did the fun. We went to Chicago. My gain is that the core challenge is now live. My new six week core program is out on the app. If you have not already joined my app, what are you doing? I have, this is my fourth program. I can't believe I actually have so many. It's crazy, but I have a beginner. I have an advanced program. I've got a whole glutes program focusing on glowing your glutes and now a core program. This core program is made up of three core workouts a week and then one hit session. The core workouts are only 10 minutes a day and you can do those at home or at the gym. Same with the hit workout. So there's no excuses. And the reason why I made this six week challenge around this core program is because you can do it anywhere. There are no excuses. And if you're somebody who is struggling to show up for themselves, if the gym is intimidating to you or whatever reason you just want to commit to something like this is your time to do that. You have until Friday to sign up to like officially enter the challenge. I'm going to have like little prizes and giveaways like each week. There'll be gift cards from PE Science, some from Gymshark. And then at the end, I'm doing like a gym girl bundle where it's like you get new AirPods and water bottles and like some of my favorite Gymshark pieces. Like I'm just pretty much going to make you a gigantic care package and send it to your house. And then somebody else is going to win 500 bucks at the end of this. So boom, just some cool incentives to help keep you accountable and something that I wanted to do together. So that is available. That link will be in the show notes. And yeah, that's my gain. I've been on a high. It's been so cool being able to see so many participate in this and us all do it together. So I'm nervous and excited. Yo, I'm trying to win that 500 bucks. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. So I'm going to be doing this challenge with you guys. Dude, can we talk about... Okay, everybody's comments on our last podcast episode, y'all pulled through. I was dead. Like, we were... The amount of comments, people were, like, weak. Somebody, did you read... Okay, one of the comments was, um, Darian, that you rated... I screenshotted it and oh, sent it Oh, I you. rated the booger picker <laughs> higher than the guy who doesn't read or weights, but that was very, very calculated. The booger picker and eater. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather... I would rather eat my own boogers than watch someone walk away from a bunch Ew. of weights. Oh, oh! I'm just kidding. Absolutely I, I would, not. I wouldn't rather eat I, my own boogers. Okay. I'm so uncomfortable right now. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Okay. So now let's do our weekly review and then we'll jump into our Q&A. So Darian, do you want to read it or do I get to read it this week actually? Go for it. <gasps> okay. I'm excited. Darian was reading one to me on the way home from the gym. I posted it on my stories because we sincerely love reading these. Should I do a random one way back that maybe we missed? 
Like, let me scroll way back. No, we've read we've read all of them. Okay. Uh, well, maybe not. No, let's just keep up with the new the new ones. Okay, new ones it is. We kind of read one on a story, so should we not read that one again? Yeah. All right. Have you read this one? Pretty late to the game. No, go ahead and read it. This is called Title Thank You by Thule Girl. I'm pretty late to the game of podcasts, but you, Britt, were the first one I clicked on to join my library, and it has been amazing. What? I have a small circle of friends that I love dearly, but I'm really the only one that's in love and intrigued in the world of fitness. Going on five years now. So when I talk about things regarding the gym, I get that feeling that it doesn't strike anyone's interest, LOL, which is okay, but it can kind of feel lonely. So I'm trying to catch up, and I'm only on the March 2022 episode, but it feels just great to sit and listen and laugh with you, Darian, and other guests. There's so many things I've been able to relate to and things I've learned by listening to your podcast. It's just like I'm sitting here with a group of friends. It helps with confidence, motivation, and it's just been amazing. Thank you so much for being you and for being real and for being so honest, informative, sending all my love, Jesse. Jesse, that is the sweetest thing. That is so cool. Honestly, it is kind of hard when you like don't have a friend group that you can really chat to about that. But also, I love that you have started from the beginning. And you're like working your way to catch up. So it'll probably be a couple months before you hear this, but. There's some good ones. Yeah. That's is awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. Let's get into these. Uh, what, wait, what are they? Q&A's? <laughs> it's a Q&A. Q&A's. <laughs> okay. Okay, you guys, we got an email question. So this looks like it's a story. So buckle on in. Darian, go ahead and read it. All right. Just want to say, I actually love the podcast and both of you as people. Thank you. You never fail to make me laugh. And I've been, uh, so I've been dating my boyfriend for three months and it hasn't really been that great. He called me his ex's name not that long ago and then lied to me about where he was a few days later. When I ended it, he begged me not to and said we could work through it. But I already had a hard time trusting him and now I don't know how I can let it go. I've tried and we're currently on a break because every time I try to end it, he says he'll give me space instead of breaking up. I don't know what to do. Do you guys think we can come back from that? I'm at the point where I don't even know how I feel about him anymore. What would you guys do or what do y'all have to say about it? Oh, I man, got these thoughts. are the kind you of Q&As first. I want, man. I want yeah. the juicy ones. Yeah. You- <laughs> um, I know the rest of them that we read through this podcast are pretty short, but uh, this is this is a good one. Um, so if he's already doing that at month three and lying about where he is and calling you his ex's name, so the ex's name could be forgiven. I, I feel like some people can slip and accidentally do that. Ooh. Okay. It can slip. Okay. It's like if it's okay. a name okay. you've known for a while, like, okay, I, I see that. But then where I draw the line is lying about where he was a few days later. If he's going to lie now at month three and then he's like begging you not to end it. I really think it sounds like the beginnings of a toxic relationship, to be honest, where he's like, oh, I'll give you space. Like, I'm not going to let you break up with me. Like, girl, if you want to break up with him, tell him to buzz off and he doesn't have a choice. Like, you're just not seeing him, period. Period. Let me tell you, there are enough people that you can find somebody better where three months in this is happening. No. And if your gut, it sounds like from reading this from your point of view, you're like, Look, I, I, you know, you, it's hard because it's like, you want to be nice. You want to give people the benefit of the doubt. I feel like we're at this point though, where when does that end? When do we stop trying to please everybody else? When are we going to be in a relationship for ourselves? When are we actually going to date for ourselves and hold ourselves up to a standard that we actually deserve? 
There are certain red flags in relationships where it's like, no, I'm not putting up with that. So where is that for you, that threshold? I feel like you're like, yeah, no, definitely like not going back into this, but like, should I? Let me tell you, if you're honestly asking my point of view, I would say end it and see how you feel, especially because you say you don't even know how you feel about him. So you definitely need to at least get some space with no like controlling guy over there and figure out, do I actually really care for him? Do I actually want to be in this relationship? Were there other red flags that I was seeing? Or once you break up and have that space, you're like, okay, no, these are things I can get through. He's not what I think he was. Like I do have feelings for him. Things are okay. You just need to be able to take a step back by yourself, take control in the relationship, take control of your side of the relationships, your feelings, honor yourself in that situation. And uh, good luck to you. Yeah. Sometimes guys like this don't give up too. He's going to like try to keep texting you and try to be in the DMs and do all this stuff. I mean, if you have to block him, just block him for however long, really get some space. Um, I mean, I don't know, not to sound negative, I I just can't stand like guys like this. Like if you're going to cheat and lie and then like your girlfriend wants to break up with you and you're like, oh no, like now this sucks. No, you've got to deal with your consequences. And like the fact that they try to control it and say, no, you're not breaking up with me. I don't know. Like if you have any big guy friends, get them involved. (laughs) Seriously. I'm like, I don't mess around with that. Um, anyways, yeah. Block him, get away from him. And Best just of do, luck. do you, girlfriend? Yes. We've got a lot of questions about relationships. Sorry, babe. Do you want to go? No, I was just going to say this one says, how did you guys know you were the ones for each other? I love you both so much and so happy for what you have accomplished. And this podcast is the best. Heart, love you. So do you, I guess I'll answer this first or do you want to answer Ooh, this first? Yeah, I'm curious. My the, the reason that I feel like I knew Darian was the one or at least somebody that I chose, because whenever you're in a relationship, like you choose who you want to be with. I had no questions. I feel like that sounds kind of crazy, but a lot of times with other people I had dated with other relationships, I always had doubts. I always had questions. And I was like, oh, do I really like them? Everything with Darian, it was like so natural and it was something that I hadn't ever experienced before. And... It, it was just like easy. Like it was so smooth dating. And I just remember like calling my grandma and I was like, grandma, I've met the best guy ever. And so like everybody welcomed him. The family loved him. So it was like, it just kind of worked. And I had no questions. I had no doubts when it comes to it. Whereas with other guys, oh my goodness. Like I've been in relationships where I'm like, I never wanted to be in this relationship in the first place. Like why am I even in doing this to myself? But yeah. Darian always made me a priority and I could feel that. So. Yeah. So for me, I love hearing that, by the way. It's like, I like these because you don't like randomly just talk about this with each other sometimes. Like, I I feel like we kind of do though sometimes. We we do. But But it's always nice to hear again. There'll be situations where different questions come up that you're like, oh, like it allows you to talk about these things when otherwise you maybe not wouldn't have thought about it for a while. It's always nice to hear. Um, Yeah. For me. I had dated a lot in college and I had also had some really bad relationships and I would try to like force things and make them work because I was like, shoot, I like everything else, but there's one glaring red flag and it just, yeah. If you feel like you're trying to force things, it's just not good with Brittany. I never had to force it. 
And I mean, I found myself like wanting to talk to her. I was in nursing school full time and I would still like, I would call her on a random day and just be like, Hey, I can't really see you today cause I'm studying, but I really just want to talk to you. And she didn't think that was weird. She didn't think it was like, we just talked to each other whenever we wanted to. It wasn't a, Oh, I'm going to wait three days and try to make her like play. Like I'm just going to be hard to get. Yeah. There were no games. Well, there, there, <laughs> except for the first date. I was like, I'll yeah, only, he was the, like, I want to go on a date with you at like 9 a.m. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. You'll need to literally bring no, me breakfast, we pancakes, we were gonna eggs, go and all out, that. We were going to go out um, to like the desert and like do some shooting and stuff. And so we, we wanted to go out early. <laughs> Who picks a 9 a.m. first date though? I'm an early riser. So I was like, oh, mm. that's not that's not bad. And she's like, yeah, are you making me breakfast? I was like, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> he shows up with pancakes and eggs and i'm like okay yeah worth it. i literally made her pancakes he or put no, the grafton no. boots on you wanted you loved mcdonald's pancakes so, yes. so i got her mcdonald's pancakes and then homemade the eggs <laughs> i think you put like broccoli in the eggs like i kid you not i think remember no. you were on like your vegetable egg kick no wait no the, there was definitely vegetables it in wasn't the just egg and cheese it was like an egg cheese vegetable omelet. You were, you love vegetables. All right. Anyways, guys, I made this girl <laughs> breakfast and she yes. still to this day isn't grateful for it. Apparently. <laughs> I'm very grateful for it. Thank you. Darian. So, yeah, it was. <laughs> and she, anyway, sorry, sorry, she sorry. texted me first too. She, uh, I first got her number at a bonfire that we were all at. Cause that's what you do in Idaho. You just go in the desert and burn a bunch of wood and stand around it. So <laughs> I got her number and then she texted me later that night and was like, was that fire hot or was it just you? And I was like, I'm in. I'm in. You know, you were the <laughs> first guy that I ever like initiated even anything with. But that's because it had been months of you chasing like Darian on the sly. There were a lot of questions about how I met. So we can, we can get into this a little bit. But Darian on the sly, I knew you liked me because Every time we were in our friend group, you'd always like try and like talk and like flirt, but you always had this other girl around you. And so I was like, but and like you'd always like talk to the other girls in the group, but you would always like come and try and flirt with me. So I knew you were into me, especially because the first time we met, I don't know if we told this on the podcast yet. Have we? Oh, your first line. I tried to. No, we, we were, were not going. We're not going over my first line. We're you just guys, not doing it. They asked how we met. This is how we met, though. Okay, we so were we... at a party, <laughs> and Darian. Let me just say, like, let me set the scene. This is like my friend's party. Like, it's lit. I'm having a good time. Like, it's my vibe. You know, like it's even in my apartment complex, right? Yeah. So, Darian comes up to me and says, "Hey, I think we just became friends on Facebook." I whip my head around to look at who this fool is i'm so sorry i love you and i was like oh i'm sorry i haven't noticed turn right back around and get like back like dancing and partying and everything that's all true okay first i'm just gonna say it was 2015 like facebook was was big (laughs) i'm just kidding okay let me maintain some dignity though that was the first time i got nervous really around a girl wait really that's also i like little jim were you so nervous around me I just talked to girls like they were normal humans. Like it wasn't hard for me. Yeah. But me, it was I, like. You, you got me. Yes, because I was the cool girl. Everybody was a little bit granola. But I feel like I was wearing literally my like Kevin Durant jersey. If you don't know, like Kevin Durant <laughs> through and through is like my favorite horn. person. Good night. Okay. I know. But we're, you know. Brittany was though. She was like, even all my friends thought so. Like they, they legit was like, yeah, 
good luck with t- look good luck. She, she her nickname was Brittany Tanner B Tan. They were like, yo, good luck with B Tan. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I got this. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. We were, good times, good times. So yeah, that's a, that's how we met at a party. But then yeah. Yeah, I was a mad loser on the first uh, meeting, but like you weren't though. Never give up. You know what? I though? wasn't. I wasn't that embarrassed though. Li- afterwards, I was like, dude, that is the worst pickup line you could have ever had. I just didn't know what to say to the girl. Okay, but let me tell you. Okay, literally married you. You obviously no, I know are like <laughs> you definitely made up for. I got the smooth first time. real quick. Okay, so listen. <laughs> It was like, so you got my number after the bonfire and then like I texted you and everything was flirty or whatever. And then you like called me and you're like, hey, do you, it was like a random Tuesday. You're like, hey, do you want to like hang out for a bit? And I was like, uh, sure. And I was like, you guys, this guy named Darian wanted to like hang out with me. And I said, yes, but like, I don't even remember him. Like you like, I remembered you, but I'm like, is he actually like hot? You know, like I was like, what's the vibe you guys? And all my roommates were like, oh my gosh, no, Darian is like literally the nicest person, especially Cynthia. She's like, no, like you'll love him. Like he's so nice, such a good person. And I was like, okay, so like I'll, I'll go hang out. It was like 10 PM and we got McDonald's. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I totally do. I got to just say shout out to your roommates and whoever was over that night because you saved me. It was Cynthia. I love you, Cynthia. Yeah. She was like, no, you should definitely like. Dude. And she was like, don't look him up on social media because it'll ruin. And I'm so glad I didn't because I got I went in with like a fresh. No, but I had a fresh perspective and you were literally wearing a pink shirt, your pink La Jolla shirt with your Patagonia shorts. And you were like such a chill like. You had the best calming energy, but you were so full of energy. You were so cool. And you like came to my door and then we just hung out. And the thing that I loved about Darian, I was so attracted to this because, you know, you like you date, you hang out with people and they're, you know, it's like an interview. They ask you like a million questions. And the first thing Darian said is like, we're not going to ask any questions. Like, let's just hang out with each other and we'll get to know each other that way. And I was like, this man, I was like, this confident king, let's go. So we just like <laughs> talked and laughed and you had like an army soldier on your car that like you were like, this is like my little arm. Like it was like an inside joke with your yeah. friends, but I loved it because, you know, my dad's in the army. So I was like, this is so cool. Like and you, his car was so tidy. I was like, green flag, green, green. Oh, she would check all the boxes. I like vividly remember our first hangout and then we were walking around and like the sprinklers went off and he was picking up the trash he literally was picking up other people's trash and i was like oh my gosh like somebody who doesn't litter and like picks up uh, oh my gosh green flag <laughs> it makes me sound like i was just going around picking up trash <laughs> no but park. like we were at the park and there was no there was like visual trash everywhere and you just like picked up a bunch of stuff and threw it out and i was like I'm so impressed by this guy. You in it, but it wasn't, you weren't doing it for attention. You just naturally, like we were in the middle of our conversation and just like second nature, picking it up, throwing it in the trash. And I was like, oh my gosh, did he just do that? It was so cool. Yeah. I think I knew you were definitely the one when, cause this is a question too. People ask how we knew we were the, each other was the one. Um, Being around my brother's, they are high energy Italian boys. Like they're rowdy. And I was like, if a girl can hang with my brothers, that's important to me. You know, like family dynamics. I, I did want a girl who could kind of like my brothers are very, we're all very close. And I wanted someone who could kind of banter back and forth and who was fun. Cause I knew if someone had a banter that like we would never have a boring relationship. 
And like, I wanted a fun girl. That's very important to me. Like good personality, good humor. And my brothers absolutely loved her first time they met her. And she had a little attitude. She's funny. She's a little spicy. Like she was kind of bantering back and forth with them. And yeah, that's, that's when I knew the first time I saw you actually interact with my family. I was like, okay, this is it. It was so fun. I remember meeting you. But of course, I already, you already hit all of my boxes easily, but that was kind of like the icing on the cake. Yeah. I mean, you've got to get along with each other's family. If you're talking marriage, like it's not like you can really avoid the in-laws. You've got to be able to have a good relationship and get along with them. At least a kosher relationship. For sure. For sure. But yeah, no, I remember meeting your first brother. He was so young and now he's married. I'm like, how? The time has flown. (laughs) It's been years. I can't believe we've been married so long. It's so cool, but yeah, love that. And now we got little baby Vinny, who's so much fun. So I posted on funnygains.podcast Instagram. The first one says, do you have any tips for getting back into a healthy sleep schedule? P.S. Love the podcast. And there actually was another question in here. I can't find it because it's kind of toward the bottom, but it also says like, how are you balancing? Oh, is sleep a priority for you? You seem so busy, and I'm curious how many hours you try to get a day. So, okay, let's talk about sleep. So, I feel like health guidelines for um, our age-ish group is seven to nine hours. So, I try, like, I try to hit at least seven. I feel like I can usually hit that. What about you? Yeah, I try to hit seven too. I feel like before I had my mega era of burnout. I, you know, I'd wake up at like 4.30 in the morning, but we'd go to sleep at 9. So, what was that? 9 to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12, 12 to 1, 1 to 2, 2 to 3, 3 to 4, 4 to 5. So, I'd get about about 7 hours. Yeah, I'd get like 6 to 7 hours. So, I was pretty lower on that sleep schedule uh, for quite some time. But now, I I feel like I definitely try to get at least 7 minimum. Yeah. I mean, as far as like getting your sleep schedule right, I'm actually reading a book right now called The Miracle Morning, and he's talking about waking up early consistently, and that when you do that, you're like, you start to get tired at the same time every night. I know that sounds very simple, but, you know, try to get at least seven to nine hours, however much, you know, you feel your body needs in that range, and then wake up early um, before work, before whatever you got to do to you know, do your meditation, your exercise, whatever you're doing, but then wake up consistently because then you'll get tired consistently at the same time every night. And, you know, that's kind of how, I mean, that's a super simple way to do it, but that's what you can start doing. I always like to say, like, if you're trying to get to sleep, have some type of nighttime routine. That way your body is getting accustomed to sending yourself signals of, okay, I'm getting ready to sleep. Like you turn your phone on, do not disturb. Your alarms are set. You don't touch it for the last 30 minutes or an hour or two hours before you go to bed. You read a book that makes you super tired, like have the lights down low and just try to do it. Like, I don't know. That's like my best, my best tips. Like we have kind of a strict bed routine that helps us get ready for bed that helps us with sleep. But honestly, I'm working on sleep because sometimes I'll like wake up in the middle of the night because I'm so stressed so I have to like keep my stress low or else I just don't get that well of sleep so it's something I'm actually working on yeah one last tip um when you start your nightly routine at the very start of it set your alarms for the next day so that you don't have to look at your phone for the rest of the night because 
Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the longer you go without looking at your phone right before bed, the better sleep you'll get. And there's studies on that and stuff. So, all right, let's yeah. go to the next question. Next one. What are some of your favorite things that Vinny does? Oh, man. So we've started doing this thing where we try to talk him through um, like steps throughout the day that we're going to do so that he doesn't get too anxious. Like like he knows we're going to the park, so he just wants to go right now. But we've got to eat lunch first, for example. So we'll get say, okay, Vinny, we'll eat lunch first and then go to the park. Okay? And we always say okay. So now Vinny has picked up on that and he'll tell us his plan. He'll yep. go, okay, lunch and a show and bath. Okay. <laughs> lunch a show and bath that's the plan yeah <laughs> that's or, a no, dinner, dinner show and bath um <laughs> or something like that but he'll he'll say okay after everything and it's really cute yeah or like we'll try to go to a friend's house he'll be like ali parker and zach okay okay it's yeah. just cute or i he, love that he says he says no way now he'll get no, it he'll get yeah. excited and go oh no way <laughs> yeah he's super into basketball right now so watching him like learn other sports has been really fun he loves whenever the trash truck comes around and he will like make me run and pick him up and we'll stare out the door to look at all the trash trucks and the mail trucks he loves that like anytime he hears that or an ambulance or a fire truck he gets so excited also he can sing his abcs and it's so fun to sing with him so those are kind of my favorite things right now. He's just so cute. So next one. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. 
deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Does Darian get recognized at school? Okay. That's really funny that you asked that. I wonder if this <laughs> I wonder if this is the person. Um I ran into someone at the anesthesia conference that was like, I thought that was you. And she's like, I I saw that you were with Brittany and Vinny, like on your stories or whatever, and she was like, Yeah, I guess she recognized me. So that was kind of funny. But it doesn't happen a lot. Some like it happened once at the gym and then it happened once um, at my anesthesia conference, which was kind of funny. Oh, I did. I did get recognized at the hospital. <laughs> a literal patient of mine was like, this is a weird question, but like, are you married to Brittany Lupton? And I was like, yeah, that is so crazy. What a small world. So yeah, like funny things like that kind of happen. It's not anything crazy, but I don't know. It's kind of like kind of a fun breakup of the day or week when you get recognized. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's always fun. Okay, what type of dog would you get if you ever got a dog? Ooh, I actually haven't thought about this for a long time. I absolutely love German Shepherds, but they're also like, I don't know, I wouldn't want them. They can be aggressive, I guess. I guess it depends how you train them. I have no idea, but I wouldn't want like too aggressive of a dog because I'd be scared around like my friends or family if they bit anyone. But again, there's probably ways to train them. Again, I don't know. Um Something hypoallergenic that didn't shed, though. I'm a yeah. big Labradoodle fan. I think they're super cute. Anything that doesn't shed. I think I'd go with Labradoodle because yeah. they're fun. And Vinny could ride it around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a mini Labradoodle or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What sports did you both play in high school? Um, so I did football and wrestling. All growing up, I played baseball. But I stopped for a couple years and then tried to play again. And I just was like couldn't keep up so that was depressing i would have loved to play baseball but yeah football and wrestling that story is just so sad your <laughs> baseball story is so sad but no. we don't have to get into darian's childhood trauma <laughs> no. right now on the podcast like i'm just looking at him like it's so sad because anyways okay so for me i okay i moved a lot right because i'm an army brat so I did karate, I've done golf, I've done volleyball, basketball. I would say the main sports that I did though were track and competitive cheerleading. So like some sideline stuff, but also competitive. So we would really get at stunts and stunting is like my favorite thing probably on planet earth. And fun fact, Darian and I actually did some stunting together in college and we were just at the pool and he was like let's try to go to hands and stuff so like one-on-one -on -one cheerleading was fun so yeah just fun yeah love track love cheer that stuff's like way harder than i remember like oh, you really? gotta get your breathing down you're like oh yeah oh it's not for me it is literally in my blood <laughs> i know like, you're the one that just goes flying <laughs> okay but there's a lot of core strength and skill there is you know what there is and balance yeah all right, Darian, do you want to read a couple? Let me read one more. What is a favorite memory you have with one another? This is a good one. <clears throat> okay, do you want to know the first? I know this is super random. This is the first thing I thought of, though. We were on our um, honeymoon driving through this 
Uh, it's <laughs> called the Road to Hana. And we were driving this little crappy tiny car with hubcaps. And the road is so narrow and so crazy that you've got to make tight turns. Well, we um, we had to back up for something. I think I was backing up to try to like get this view because we kept passing all the view openings to take like pictures and stuff. And so we passed this opening. I was like, oh, crap, I missed it. So I backed up and I like hit the railing with the hubcap and the hubcap came off the car and actually started like rolling down the mountain, like, yeah. r- like rolling down the road. Yeah. And Brittany hopped out in her flip flops and chased the hubcap down <laughs> so that we wouldn't get charged for it. Bro, I was sprinting because it's like we and just she got... actually. Oh, that was a big whistle. She actually caught it, though. I, was I did. So dead. It was hilarious. I did. I catch that. I was sprinting down that road. I was huffing it because we had spent like all of our money on that rental car because we had just gotten married. Like, you know, you get all of your money from your wedding and Darren and I are such foodies. Like we just were buying so much food and then this rental car. And I was like, if we have to like pay for anything, like we were so stressed out. <laughs> so I was freaking chasing that, chasing that hubcat that I forgot about. I mean, I, mean, I didn't forget about that, but that's, that's more a of good a funny. One. It's more of a funny one. I'm sure there's more like sincere ones. Well, that... speaking of that, on the honeymoon, <laughs> one of my favorite memories from the honeymoon. The coconut, huh? The freaking coconut. We're walking back to our resort. Why was it so funny? It's just one of those moments where you have to be there. But this coconut just fell on Darian's head, and it it sounded so loud, and it it hurt so bad. I don't know why I thought it was the funniest thing on the face of the planet, but that was so fun. You know how bad it hurt, did you? I mean. <laughs> So it was it was about the size of like the tip of this mic. So like probably like a like an apricot or a little bigger. It wasn't like a full blown huge coconut. I'd probably be dead. But it, yeah, it was like a little mini like coconut just railed me on the noggin. I feel like you also like rolled your ankle though. Like I feel like you fell off the curb at the same time. Or I don't know. There was like a lot of things going on. It was just really funny. Okay, one of my favorite memories. Oh man, I, now I forgot. Now I forgot about it. Um, talking about all these. Oh, when we went to the Amalfi Coast in Italy and we woke up early one of the mornings and remember it was like so quiet and peaceful and it was just all the locals because I liked staying in Amalfi better than Positano because it was a local and it wasn't touristy. So the vibes were just so fun and it was just like all the workers like getting their fresh produce out of their trucks and like walking up the cobblestone and it was like so peaceful and you know, like when just like everything is right in a moment. I loved, loved that with you. Highly recommend Amalfi Coast, specifically the city of Amalfi. That was like, that is still hands down like my favorite vacation ever. All right. Now I'm going to answer a fitness question. It says, how do you balance being shredded and having abs? Do you eat in a deficit mostly? So this is kind of a long answer, but I'm going to try to make it short. So I cannot eat in a deficit for a long period of time, period. No one should because at some point, if you keep eating less and less and less, like you're going to be eating nothing. So I go through periods of where naturally I'm eating a little bit more. Like I just went through a very long phase of I'm eating a little bit more. I know regularly what I consume every day. I'm adding in an extra meal. I'm adding an extra protein. My portion sizes are larger. I know without counting macros that I'm eating more. Okay. I feel fuller at night. I can just tell with my body. So when I get into a deficit, 
I know these things are going to take a little bit longer for me because I'm not as exact in measuring. That's how I personally like to do it. This is how I love to eat and feel my body. So I know, okay, I just added a ton in. Let me find other ways to slowly be in a deficit, okay? Ways that I can still keep high protein, okay? Egg whites instead of having whole eggs. Maybe I'm just having, you know, I make like those little swaps in there where I can be slowly in a deficit to then cut a little bit. But then I maintain where I'm at. Like, Yeah, I feel like the simple answer would be like... I'm not always in a deficit, you get, period. You go in a deficit to get your body the way that you want it, and then you can just maintain. Exactly. You don't like you don't have to always eat in that deficit to stay shredded. You just maintain at whatever... Correct. Yeah. Yep. So now I'm just at a maintenance, and this is where my body is at. And if but, I... Go ahead. But then as you, as you build muscle, muscle consumes more calories than fat. And burn like well, meaning it burn you burn more calories with muscle than fat, right? So as yeah. you build muscle and kind of lower your fat percentage, you're able to actually eat more to maintain than you were because you've built more muscle. Yep. And yep. so you're actually burning more calories just by having that more muscle. So Yeah, your metabolism by treating it right and building it and fueling it properly, like it does some good work for you if you're pairing that with resistance so, training to keep sending those signals with your body. And we it, talked about this on the podcast episode with Sal yeah, So it can it can be a loaded question, but basically, no, you get your body to where you want it, and then you can eat a maintenance calorie dose, and that's different for everyone. Yeah, but and you, you don't you don't have to constantly be in a deficit. No, you can't constantly be in deficit. But also, period. But also, it depends your definition of shredded. If shredded is um, stage ready, yeah, stage yeah. ready is not maintainable year round. Every no. bodybuilder, like professional bodybuilder, will tell you that that being stage ready is like so difficult. Obviously, like I'm not talking from experience. <laughs> I'm definitely never. <laughs> I've never been stage ready in my life. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm at a point where. I definitely have a good amount of muscle mass. I don't feel like I am shredded or super cut because I definitely have like extra skin in places. I'm not trying to lower my body fat percentage at all. I'm really happy where I am and my weight and body fluctuates all the time, but that's because I don't track. I don't have this be an exact thing, but I know basically what I need to eat to maintain where I am. So you've got to get to a point and once you're in the maintenance phase, I feel like Part of it is kind of almost easier because you just do the same thing every day. But you, I've started by building those habits and learning what works good for my body. So I hope hope that answers your question. There's a lot that can go into that. But okay, who's in charge of cleaning the house? Do you have blue jobs and pink jobs, or dividing the tasks? I have never heard of blue jobs and pink jobs. It's hilarious. So, um. No one's like in charge of anything. We just have our tasks that we kind of naturally like to do better than others. Like I like keeping the kitchen clean and doing dishes. I don't mind that at all. Um, I hate laundry. Luckily, Brittany doesn't mind laundry. And then like at the end of the day, I don't know. Brittany's an absolute wizard. She somehow keeps the house pretty dang clean, even with like her job and with Vinny. I feel like, like I don't. So that's it, nice. If, <laughs> if I come home and it's a little crazy... I don't say anything, obviously. We just kind of, once we put Vinny down, we do like a 30-minute or 20-minute speed clean together and clean up the house and stuff. But I don't know, Britt. I would say main thing is like I'm kitchen and dishes and yours is like laundry and basically everything else because you're amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yours is... And I support. D- dishes, kitchen, and trash, and every single thing else is me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
But you're you're so good at always making sure the kitchen is clean pretty much every night. So I mean that's a that's a massive help. I, I don't mind like picking up the little toys and putting things back in their home. Uh, I, I don't mind that at all, like organizing and just putting things away. Laundry's tough for both of us, but yeah, I normally am the one that has to spearhead the laundry. But yeah, we just kind of naturally gravitate toward what we like to do. Someone wrote, not a question, but just realized you two are D and B, which equals dumbbell. <laughs> I love that. That's really funny. This one says, if you had to choose one place to live that isn't the U.S., where would it be? Italy. Uh, Italy, for sure. I have um, Italian ancestry, and my grandpa has a really cool story about like being from Italy and discovering late in life that he had like a whole host of cousins and aunts and uncles there that like, he just didn't know about because of like how he grew up and his parents died when he was young. Anyways, Italy for sure. Italy has like a special place in my heart. Yeah, I feel like really attached to Italy too. I don't know why, but I feel so drawn to it. So I love Italy. I always tell Darian, I'm like, when you're done with school, let's take a couple months off and live there for a bit. Yeah, I I would. I'm like nervous about that. But why? I, How I'd would you be down? nervous? I'm like literally on Duolingo. I'm like, ragazzo. <laughs> <laughs> that's like literally where I am trying to learn a new language. But it's kind of similar to Spanish. So that's it's helpful. This one says, how would you start a conversation with your gym crush while well, you should listen to the Gym Bros Tell All episode? Ooh, I yes. would say, walk over, pop an earbud out, say, hey, are you using this? Or, and if, you know, that's the initial conversation right then and there. Or you can just walk up to him, pop your earbud out and be like, hey, what's up? My name is Brittany. What's your name? Like that. Do it at the beginning or the end of the workout. Try not to interrupt his sets and uh, just ask what his name is. That's it. You can be super cool. You can be like, hey, what's up? Like, my name is Brittany. What's yours? Okay, cool. I see you all the time. Like, now it's good to know a familiar face. Okay, see ya. Like, make it short and sweet so that he's like, Boom. oh, I'm thinking, like, okay, that's cool. But, like, you know, don't dabble. Don't hang. Don't let there be an awkward pause. Just, like, make it a cool introduction. Be smiley. You got your AirPod out. And then, you you know, you got it. And then if he talks to you again, then you know. But you've initiated. So Wait, that was smooth. The... Okay, I see you around here all the time. Now it's good to now it's good to know a familiar face. And then you turn around. Have a good workout. Yeah, have a good workout. Like, bye. Wait. Like that's it. Like, don't even give him time to like talk. Like, leave him kind of like, oh, oh wait, uh, okay, cool. Wait, you know? that was really nice. Okay. Um. <laughs> see. Ooh, this is a good one, Darian. How do y'all hype each other up in the gym? Oh, how what? do you hype one another up when someone's in a gym rut? Ooh. Um, you know what? It's not necessarily like a hype each other up thing, but like when the other one starts going more, then you're just kind of motivated. Like when Brittany hasn't been for a while, I'll try to like make the gym more of a priority for me. No, I really do. I'll I'll, I'll like feel this pull to like go more. And then you're like, oh man, I want to go. And you kind of like, but I don't know. I feel like we both like, the gym a lot so it's not as much of a problem but i would say if you're seeing the other person go all the time then it makes you want to go um but there's no real like well how would you answer that i'm very curious anytime darian's like hey i'm gonna hit the gym like is that okay or can i use this time to go to the gym i am always supportive always trying to like 
yeah hype you up like yeah like do it hit yes. it like where's your pre-workout like you got this let's go but any times where you're like man i missed the gym today i'm like really in my head about it. i'm feeling stressed then i'm always like it's okay like hit it again next time like you got it you know like i don't want ever to make you feel guilty for missing a session or whatever but it's like yeah i think the biggest thing for me is support because like i'll be in school all day and in clinicals all week and then i like i'll get home and it's like almost close to dinner time i really like want to spend time with family but also i'm in a bad space because i haven't been in the gym for a while and Brittany will just be like just go like it's fine um and then it you know sometimes you got to make sacrifices like if you go too long without the gym you can get kind of i don't know i get kind of depressed so she knows that's important to me so she'll totally support me and i don't know that's a big deal for me and Brit, I just support her. Whenever she feels like she's in a rut, she'll tell me. And so we just do what we need to do. Yep. I actually really like this next question. It says, do you struggle with any mental barriers? And if so, how do you overcome them? Honestly, I love this because for whatever reason, recently, I just feel like mentally I've been going through it. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on right now but it's just been a little bit extra tough. So whenever I have an issue, I like to kind of write it down and sit in it. And something that I've learned like as I've gotten older is that it's not going away immediately. Like a lot of times issues or things that I'm trying to go through are taking months. Like I feel like it's kind of a process of self-development. And as I'm growing into a different person, there's a lot of issues. I'm trying to think of something specifically right now, but nothing is coming to mind. So maybe something will, but even a mental barrier of I can't do it or I am too stressed or I'm overworked. I just kind of write it down and I realize I just have to sit in it. I have to kind of sit in being uncomfortable And when I feel capable and ready to be able to kind of attack it and move on, I then try to come up with a strategy. I also like to talk to Darian. He's an awesome and supportive husband where I can just kind of talk through things of like, hey, I'm kind of going through this right now. Like these are my thoughts. These are my concerns. Like what's going on and kind of getting an outside perspective, maybe even getting out of my head or finding solutions. But honestly, getting older, I've realized that a lot of times I have to just kind of work through a problem and it can be weeks, it can be months before I get an answer or have clarity on something or I'm just really struggling with something. It can be a while and I've realized sitting comfortably with it, not giving up hope, like having it on my on my mind and on my heart and just kind of waiting to be able to have clarity or answers or be able to overcome whatever that is. And then eventually I look back and I'm like, wow, I, I made it through. And sometimes... Yeah, I don't know. That's vague. I wish I could come up with like a, I, a I specific example. I got your back. So um, one thing that I think you're really good at is doing, you have a very strict uh, morning routine and nightly routine. Uh, but part of what you do when you're going through a, time, a hard time that I've seen you do is like prayer. I know we don't talk about this a whole lot on the podcast, but she'll kind of like pray and just keep that in the forefront of her mind and just say this is something I really need help with right now and I don't know I feel like um if you're doing that God always kind of puts like a something in your path or, or or someone that says something or maybe it's like an enlightening video that's like something that is exactly what you need to hear and it can kind of help you get through that 
Yeah, I think that's an awesome one to end on. I wish we had time for more. Thank you guys so much for writing in some of your questions. There will always be time for more fun and gains with next week's episode. I would love to do reading your gym stories. This will be our last episode with Darian on the podcast before his crazy semester is coming up. This is probably his hardest semester that he's going into right now. I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm also confident because Darian does such a good job at balancing everything. And I, we went into this knowing I'm pretty much going into this mentally by saying I'm going to be a single parent throughout his school. And any extra time that I get with Darian is always an added bonus. So going into it with that mindset has honestly helped me if you're kind of in the same situation. So it's been really nice, but this next semester, it might actually be extremely hard. We've heard from everyone that this is the, <laughs> the, the worst semester. All the classmates ahead of us, this is like notorious for just being brutal. They even cut cut us back one day of clinical so that we can focus uh, more on our anatomy class. It's like you're learning every bone, every bone structure, every muscle, every ligament, tendon, nerve. Which is so li- cool. The lymphatic system, every... Like people are like, oh, I memorized all 208. I think it's 208. I'm going to get roasted if it's not bones of the body <laughs> in high school. But it's like, yeah, but then you've got to know, oh, what nerve goes through this canal of this bone? And if yeah. you're giving this nerve block, what structures are you likely to hit and all this stuff? Like, Well, teach me as you go so. because I freaking love anatomy. So I'm, I'm excited. We'll also, see if I learn yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> your, your clinical side is also like, almost an hour away so every time you're going to the hospital it's going to be even a longer commute for you so it's gonna we were spoiled with having a closer clinical site this first semester so we'll keep you updated on how uh, we're surviving some of the questions were like how do you balance it all honestly I feel like it's been fairly decent like there's a lot of days where we're like oh my gosh we just want to kind of like chill and have some time together but taking Sunday off from studying and me taking it off from work that's a guaranteed day almost every single week that we have just the two of us. I feel like that is how we find balance mm-hmm. because every week we know we're catching up then and, you know, Darian does try to come home for dinner and spend some time with Vinny at night and, you know, we've got Love Island and cookies that we try and... <laughs> oh, yeah. So trying That's to a find the, Yeah, trying to find those moments, texting each other and Darian is so good at being attentive and supportive when he can and where he can, so... Yeah, that's the biggest thing in life, especially if you have a partner, is communication and communicate expectations. When we were going into school, we kind of knew that it would be absolutely brutal. Or like that's what we set us up, to, set yeah. ourselves up to think. So we're like, listen, if there are a few days in a row where I just don't see you at all, we're kind of prepared for that. We knew that would happen. But we also know that I'm not going to use any excuses to not see you guys. Like I'm always going to try to see you as much as I can. And there will be opportunities where Brittany's like hey Vinny and I are going to the zoo and I'm like oh man this is like Vinny's first time going but I have to study like I will wake up earlier that day to get studies in I may skip the gym that day because being with Vinny and Brittany are more important for that event like you just have to have your priorities set and you do everything you can to meet those priorities so I don't know it's just it, like it's a constant no, it's like every day is different so it's that, like every day you're weighing your priorities of okay today i can give a little bit today's got to be like a crazy day of studying you know if you guys want to know something about priorities go read the book the one thing by gary keller so good he he talks about 
the fact that like everyone talks about balance. There's no such thing as perfect balance. And it's like this continuum of, oh, we're working more here. We're on the work side a little bit more. Okay, well, the next day we're going to be on the play side a little bit more. And you go back and forth to work. Like it's, it's, it's not, you're never going to have a perfect balance. You're always kind of doing something more and something else less gym more this week, gym less this week. Uh, Oh, I'm skipping the gym today so I can spend time with family. It's, you know, there's never perfect balance. So don't get too hung up on that. Just make sure you're meeting your priorities and living as much of your life as you can without regrets. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a good, uh, end cap for the podcast. So we'll see, uh, I'll keep you updated if we're drowning next semester. <laughs> ah, it should be good, though. Honestly, like we really did go and we've kind of said this a bunch, but we really did go into this expecting never to see each other. And we've seen each other so much more because we set that expectation so low. Not saying that this has been easy, but it's been way easier than I thought. I genuinely thought I was going to be 100 percent a single parent. But Darian has continuously shown up for us. So that's been awesome. Well, and you work your butt off so that we can pay bills and not be completely drowning yeah so thank you yay you both support you both support each other that's how you survive okay wait last question i'm gonna say is favorite movie quote favorite movie quote because i just quoted harry potter and that just made me think of it which isn't my favorite movie quote but it's it's a good one favorite movie quote from jingle all the way you should always keep your promises if you want to keep your friends. I cannot <laughs> believe you just did that. It's secondhand <laughs> embarrassment. Oh, we always say that though. Freaking heck, Darian. It's looking a good. It's like a good quote though. If you couldn't <laughs> understand from Darian trying to, um, what's it was like Anakin, the baby Anakin Skywalker yes. was the actor. All right, you but, should always keep your promises if you want to keep your friends. That it's, was the uh, quote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. him and his brothers. The always way say he that says one. it, we just yeah. make fun of him. So. And he, yeah. That's the quote. That's the quote. Mine. Oh shoot! I had mine, and now I forgot it. Oh well, you know what? It's from. <laughs> it's got to be from Parent Trap. Oh, there are so many quotes. Um, oh, I I don't know what to pick. Favorite? Like my favorite? What What do I always quote, Darian? I feel like, what am I always quoting? For some reason, School of Rock came to what my kinda, mind. What kind of wine were they serving at table one? Yes. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> What's up, Doc? Anything from What's up, Doc? If you have seen the movie, What's up, Doc? Your name's... Your name's... You, what's your name? There's a person named Eunice. <laughs> if you have watched... Your name's Eunice? There's a person named Eunice? If you have watched What's up, Doc? I need you to know that automatically we are best friends. Like... On another level, if you have watched that and you actually think that is funny, we are ultimate best friends. Okay, so that's everything for this week. I hope you guys have a fantastic Wednesday. Hope you enjoyed this little bit of a Q&A and uh, we'll see you guys all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. Bye. You are listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.